It's the Mind Team Solutions Podcast. Leverage your leadership with better communication and stronger relationships. Today, it's the second part of our conversation with futurist Joyce Joya. Joyce helps companies to prepare for an uncertain future. In the second part of our conversation, Joyce talks about how mismanagement helped to create the current crisis. Click the link in the show description for even more content related to this episode, including detailed show notes and more about Joyce. Hi, welcome back to Think About It after our break. And I'm still Sylvia Henderson, your host, and my guest is still Joyce Joya. And Joyce is a futurist. We already explained all that in the first part of the show. We're talking about kind of how our lives are being influenced now and moving forward not just COVID-19, but even beyond that. So we were going to pick up on where we are now and know that the program is being recorded during the COVID time period. But we want to move past that and see what life's going to be like for us as we move forward. So Joyce, pick up where we left off. Where we left off was that I wrote one of my Herman Trend Alerts, and people can sign up at www.hermantrendalert.com. And I did it on getting back to business and what it would take for us to get back to business. And I wanted people to understand that we will need a lot more testing so that we know who's infected, who's not. And then once we have that testing done, we will need to either isolate people if they're ill or quarantine them if they are infected and don't have any symptoms. And it seems at this point, at least three weeks, not two, but three weeks, because it it seems to be taking longer. And once that happens, then we will need to also look at who that person has been in contact with and trace down them and make sure that they're quarantined so that they don't infect other people. Because sadly, this particular infection has a nasty characteristic in that people can be sick and not know it at all. So there's also a lot of talk now about antibody testing, but I will tell you, it's just basically, it's not worth it. What it's good for is large populations and seeing what large percentage, what percentage of a particular population might have already had the infection and therefore had antibodies. But on a person by person basis, We don't know what it's worth. We don't know if if it keeps you from reinfection. So I wouldn't even bother. So once we can get through all of this and and we come back to a different way of living. Yes, we'll be socially distancing. We'll be wearing masks. My guess is that up until the time that I step on the platform in Alexandria, Virginia, to talk to the TRSA, which is the textile, well, they don't even call themselves that anymore, but it's the basically textile services company association. It's people who are the, the laundries and for hospitals and hotels, and they clean the towels, they wash and dry the towels and other linens. And when I step on that stage in October, in the end of October, I'm guessing I will just have taken off a mask and I will be looking at an audience of masked faces that will be socially distanced from each other. And there will be chairs 
that are six feet apart in the that are the audience and for us as speakers that's going to be a new normal that's going to be a new experience for us to get used to one of the things that works in an audience when people are sitting next to each other is that when one person nods their head it encourages another person to nod their head and as you well know as a speaker this is what we live for that acknowledgement from audiences that they're with us and it's going to be different because they're going to be separated physically by more space and we're going to get used to in all different ways being separated physically with a greater amount of space yeah yeah so do you think there will be technology i'm so i'm thinking you know technology up till now and the apps and everything else have all been geared towards touch screens and facial recognition and things that involve non-masked touching shared i mean the shared economy with airbnb and everything else these are all aspects of life that i perceive are going to change be upended for future is that what you see also and if there's a touch screen today at a, a rental car place or a or a hotel you will see that there is a bottle of hand sanitizer or some sort of a wipe that's right next to it so that before you've touched it it can be cleaned off it's going to slow down our our checking into a hotel probably it's going to slow down other than the automatic things where you've arranged for it ahead of time with rental cars but maybe it will also encourage more people to handle everything in advance like for instance when i go to my hairdresser i'm going to be paying in advance so that i don't have to give her my credit card and wait while she swipes it and takes you know does all that i will have paid her on paypal ahead of time so that none of that is necessary well, i can see atms disappearing cuz cash is not going to be is <laughs> going to be less and less well that's an interesting point too yes your so, of us will be inclined to handle cash that has been handled by anybody else yeah we oldsters who still use cash that's going to be a challenge um <laughs> A couple, I mean, I know time is moving on in our conversation today. There was one other question I, I was going to ask you, um, or sure. I'm going to ask you, related kind of still to technology, but, and ahead. So I love science fiction movies, and I'm a Star Who Trek. Who doesn't love science fiction oh, movies, I know people. Sylvia? I know people. So I'm a Trekkie, Star Trek. And I, I think about how the communicators, the touchscreens, the medical scanners, the, the needle-free injectors, the phaser guns, and some of that other future tech stuff from the 60s, I just dated myself. The future um, is here today. Is now here today. So what do you see that we think is, oh, that's far out, that's probably going to be more realistic in the future, uh, tomorrow? Elon Musk is talking about sending a, a group of people on their way to Mars <laughs> within the next couple of years. So it's a very brave new world. And yes, there's a lot going on in the medical arena in terms of scanning. 
And we now have a little device that we can put right on our cell phones where we can attach it and we can take our heart rates and we can have a clinically valid EKG right there with the use of two of our fingers and our cell phone. So yes, these things are coming. And so, by the way, are treatments for all kinds of things, including COVID-19. And do you see the home family life uh, uh, changing at all and what we do and what we use and how we communicate? Or is that going to be sort of similar to where we are now? I think that people may be appreciating the family dinner in a different way than they used to. That would be nice. Because for many families with teenagers, people didn't sit down and have dinner together a lot before this sheltering in place situation happened to all of us. And it's my hope that people will, after this, continue to make it a habit that they do sit around the family table and have dinner together more often than they did before. That's the irony of, uh, of more screen time, but yet now we need more, more togetherness. So I know time's moving on. I want to make sure people know what you do for individuals. We know what you do for business, but what do you do to help individuals maybe or organizations that serve individuals to help them move into the future, no matter what that may look like and how do people reach you? So talk about, we have about a minute or so left. People can reach me on my website at uh, www.hermangroup.com, one R, one N, H-E-R-M-A-N-G-R-O-U-P.com. And they can also send me an email, Joyce at hermangroup.com. I definitely want them to get the Herman trend alert. I love, I mean, that just, because you do it in English. And so <laughs> I understand it every week. I'm like, really? So yeah, how do they I get see that? it as my job for your audience's sake. I see it as my job to take sometimes complicated information and make it digestible by mere mortals. Help people to understand some very complicated information. Yeah. And in fact, I was talking about what we needed to do right now to survive this COVID crisis individually, and that is take 200 milligrams of resveratrol, eat bioflavonoids to the degree that you can, and that, that's, they are found in citrus fruits. Stay away from aspirin and ibuprofen are the two that feed the virus. And please get to sleep at 11 o'clock or earlier because it's that slow wave sleep that helps us to rejuvenate our cells and ourselves okay. to feel better. So that sounds like, Stay as healthy. we close, that sounds like a great piece of closing advice to do. Thank you, Joyce, for being on the show, for sharing some of the future, some of the trends that you're seeing, and definitely to the audience, that trends alert is just great. So with that, I invite everybody to tune in, take what you see in here, and well, think about it. And especially as we move forward to make a great day. 
That was the second part of our conversation with Joyce Joya. You can learn more about Joyce by clicking the link in the episode description with the top lessons from today's episode. And you can continue the conversation with us by visiting our website, mindteamsolutions.com. We'll see you next time.